We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Also, God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge watch every single movie So you don't have to What else are we here for? Coming to you every week Listen to us while you're busy Luckily, we forgot to grow up. Hey, everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. Hey, everyone, it's Andrew. Uh, before we get too in-depth into uh, what's going to be broken down on this episode of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast, uh, we just want to go ahead and toss out there that uh, I'm sure a lot of you out there have heard about all these things going on in Hollywood right now. You know, it's covering the news. It's nuts. Uh, we just want to say, hey, listen, you know, Hollywood... You guys got to stop worrying about the other stuff. You know, become good people, make great movies, give us content to talk about on the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. Don't worry about the other stuff. Just give us good movies. Stop worrying about other stuff. On a lighter note, uh, we want to welcome everybody to episode four. Can you believe we made it there? Of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. This week. Mama, we made it. This week we're going to talk about our suggested crossover episodes of TV shows, movies, that kind of thing. We're going to go into our top five personal picks for the best Marvel films. Um, We're going to answer some questions that we got on YouTube and other places like that. And then we're going to talk about what we watched this week. So, Scott, I understand you've got some excellent crossover episode ideas. Uh, Well, I've got a few. I I can't take credit for all of them. Um, I was, we were discussing this before the podcast. A few of these, uh, I can't remember if they are ones I, I've read about before or if I came up on my own. So I don't want to take full credit for a few. Um, but uh, before we do get like too into any of the ones I came up with, I want to just say there are some obvious ones like DC versus Marvel, Avengers versus X Men. Uh, I don't really want to get too in depth in those ones because a lot of there's a lot of videos and podcasts who discuss really obvious ones. Uh, But one of the more unique ideas I had uh, that my brother actually helped me come up with was uh, the show Supernatural crossing over with Constantine, the canceled Constantine TV show. As a way of... That would be a good show. I remember that. Yeah, so a way of bringing Constantine back was he would come back for like a half a season with the uh, Supernatural boys because they have a really dedicated following. Um, And because they both handle Supernatural things, I... Like, obviously, it's a super, show's name, Supernatural. Um, Constantine would fit in pretty well. And it would be a way of um, sneaking in them into the um, DC universe out of nowhere. Or we could, like, have it as a... Um, I didn't think they'd be on the same world as necessarily as, like, Constantine maybe gets, well, like, th- thrown... Almost th- have it as, like, a, a world uh, like a world 38 or whatever Exactly. Like, he gets like, sent to... A, have the Flash accidentally run by in an episode while they're, like, dealing with a demon. Well, I, what I was thinking was maybe a demon would be, like, come by... Would like sh- like to get rid of Constantine to like stop him from like interfering. He would send him to this other Earth, right? And this Earth would okay. be the supernatural Earth. Because in the supernatural, yeah. I know you, I'm not sure if you two have watched it too much, but in the supernatural show, a little show, bit, a little bit. Uh, at one point, they get sent to another Earth too. So it's it's already canon in supernatural that they have multiple dimensions. They have the multiverse. Exactly okay. right. So it's like we could we could easily show it that they that they are like that he that Constantine gets somehow thrown over into supernatural that has to spend a season with the guys trying to figure out some way to get him sent back because it was it's not super easy in the supernatural world because they don't have as much technology because they don't have all the marvel stuff but it'd be cool because he'd have all this magic and different abilities that he could bring to that show and he'd kind of 
kind of be just another Castiel, but he'd be kind of like a sassier one. And they, so that's my first idea. He'd be like their like their British cousin or something. Exactly. Like, that. like that's what they'd say. <laughs> and I, like I'm always down to have an extra two with an accent. And I can't remember. Like, oh no wonder mom never wanted to talk to you. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. What What else you got for us? Uh, so another one I had. Uh, this one I think actually was actually a comic. I know that, but it was Superman and Batman versus aliens and Predator, and I was just like, that just sounds like a wacky good old time. And I thought like with uh, DC now trying like pitching some Elseworld type stories or um, alternate type stories that don't fall in the DC universe with the um, the just not just like the Joker, like Dark Knight Metal or whatever, yeah, like that type of exactly, thing. Okay. right? So I would think it'd be cool to like see like kind of an alternate kind of sh- movie where you have like maybe Bruce Wayne's like taking a nap and he envisions or something stupid like that. You know what I mean? And he, it's like a, just a dream, but it's him and Superman are off on another thing, or it's you know some fan of batman and superman you know who reads about them in the newspaper and stuff in that universe and he has some dream and it's you know batman versus superman chasing down the aliens and the predators that are like invading earth and they have to like fight them off and i thought that'd be kind of a cool maybe even animated movie because uh we might not be able to get ben affleck and uh that (laughs) and henry cavill exactly but if we could i'd love that because i'm always directed by ridley scott (laughs) I, I don't know about that one. I don't know. He's he's kind of fallen <laughs> off lately, uh, but but maybe. But whatever would work. What what kind of ideas do you have though? Because those are the, those are the two best ones I have. I only got one more, which we'll I'll touch on after. I just want to say your Batman versus Superman versus Alien and Predator Predator thing. It reminds me of like one of my favorite cutaways from Family Guy. One of my favorite shows. They do a cutaway where there's a guy in a coma sitting there like just trying to think of stuff. Yeah. And he's like Batman versus Predator. Why hasn't anyone ever come up with this? That is a thing. And he's like, you know, I got to get a pen. <laughs> oh crap, I can't. I can't write. You know, you know, this is probably why my wife shot me. And he, and that that's kind of the just the joke and I was like, man, Batman versus Predator, I would watch that shit. And now you're pitching it right now. Well, I like it. Bat, I can't take full credit for that. That one I know is a comic book. Uh, same with uh, oh, Batman vs. Predator, if you do want to check that out. That is a Dark Horse uh, oh, DC I'll, I'll crossover. Uh, I haven't checked it out yet, but I I read a lot about comics that exist, and then I never read them. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, I read the yeah, title, and yeah. I'm like, oh, that one exists. That's cool. I should eventually get to that. I own one comic book. Uh, <laughs> You're poor, man. It's cool. It's cool. I don't know. Like, uh, there's only a few comic book stores that are hard to get to. When I get there, they're, they're organized weirdly. The staff is awkward. They're more awkward than I am, and I'm an awkward person sometimes in person. And they're more awkward than me, so it's like, oh, I can't, I can't buy anything. All I wanted to know was where a Batman comic book was, and they couldn't help me. Um, but yeah, so those were my two of my ideas. Uh, do you want me to go into my third one, or do you want to pitch an idea now, man? Might as well. Okay. Might as well. So the last idea I had that was kind of I thought would be cool was Terminator and the Matrix doing a crossover. Oh. Right. Okay. Like, uh, like, how are you picturing this? Because I'm picturing it as a you know Sh- Schwartzy. You know, he's playing like was it Mr. Smith or whatever his name is. Almost. Like the. Uh, Almost. Like I. I because that, that would be sweet. So Skynet is the robots then. So it'd be in an alternate past okay. that they go back and they can like they end up actually killing John Connor in the storyline, oh, right? Damn. Uh, so then that's what leads to the Matrix world being able to happen. So instead of them being Skynet, Skynet becomes the Matrix, right? But then that has oh, okay. Arnold in there instead of like the Agent Smiths 
and you have different things like okay. that. And you instead of having like a Neo story, because this would be it'd be the the Matrix universe without like necessarily having all the Matrix characters. Does that make sense? Okay. So we could replace so like that that story on top of that like setting. The Terminator yeah, thing. exactly. Okay. Yeah, and so then okay, we'd have cool. the Terminators, uh, like they'd have they'd have taken so Skynet took over the world and they made the world into the Matrix. Right, so they got all the people okay. hooked up, and made, so yeah, made like a digital exactly. So they have they have to have a a neo type character slash a John T Connor type character, but it's a new character that like awakens in the Matrix, realizes it's not like a it's a fake world, right? And he has to try and escape, and it's about him. Let's call this character Craig. Sure, Let's call I, it I like Craig. it. So Craig has to escape the Matrix that's being run by the Terminators, and then but once he gets out of the Matrix, so that's part of like this is gonna be a a trilogy because we're going to throw it back to the matrix so a three-part trilogy where he has to first escape the matrix and then once he's out he's fighting against actual terminators that are outside trying to get him to get back into it and it's this whole thing where he's trying to free the whole human race from the from the terminators who are running the matrix all by himself. The Termin <laughs> the Terminatrix. The that's Terminatrix. What call it. The Terminatrix. I like that that's even I didn't even bother coming up with the name. Hey listen Hollywood <laughs> we got an idea for you Exactly. Well, those are the three. That was ideas a callback that... to our last episode. That that was. That's the second callback to the last oh. episode. Same callback. <laughs> Same Twice. callback. Two times. I feel like that's going to be a common callback we go to. Uh, but those are my three. Always Schwartzy. Yeah. Always Schwartzy. Get in the chopper. <laughs> there it is. Get There's the my, impression that I was movies. hoping for. Uh, I was trying Actually, to. This be, is not the movie. I did try to come up with more ideas that had Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, but I was just like, a lot of his things, he ends the, like, his story is just. He a, dies, or yeah, like he ends, or, or, or he or wins, something. right? Like, like the Running Man, yeah. he wins. So it's like, well, am I gonna take him out of the Running Man? Is he gonna get thrown <laughs> into another one? We're gonna make him the Walking Man. Because <laughs> he's, you know, he's that old now. So it's like, oh, yeah. um, call it the Walking Dead. <laughs> Uh, I love puns. <laughs> there we go, Craig. You tracking that? I've got one pun and two callbacks. There you go. There we, there go. we go. Oh, and the the obligatory Schwarzenegger impression. There we go. These are important statistics. Yeah. Exactly. We when we publish them. our baseball card, we'll have all those stats on it. I like that as a merch idea. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Action trading cards. Uh, but those are my three ideas, though. X, you, did you, what pitches did you have for me today? So f for mine, they're not major things. They're just like, you know, very small TV show crossovers. I like it. Uh, my, fir my first one I've got, it's uh, it's basically just an intro to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like sometimes <laughs> okay. they have those kind of far out there, like, you know, intros that make no sense. The best but they're, cold they're opens funny. ever. This one I'm thinking, you know, you get, you get Jake Peralta chasing a perp. Into into McLaren's pub. Oh, from How I Met Your Mother. Okay. That and was the guy a twist the I guy like expecting. the guy like runs around the corner and he tries to go hide in the bathroom. Peralta tackles the guy into the guy's booth. You know, into Ted Mosby, Lily, Marshall, Robin, Barney. They're all sitting there. He tackles the guy into the booth. He kind of looks up and he sees uh, Randy. You know, uh, Randy, who's got uh, the Warmpus Beer yes. Company. Yes. He, he's a, actually, he's a uh, retired uh, New York City cop, if any of you guys remember. And he just kind of looks at him. He's laying on top of the perp, and he's like, oh, hey, Randy. And he goes, da-da-da-da-da, and goes right into the intro sequence. 
That was my first crossover. What do you guys? That think? That is fantastic. I would watch that. Well, it would be like it would be like thirty seconds. That's all. And it it's would just bring over? back. Yeah, that's it. Just the intro. Yeah, I like it. I kind of like it. A nice short, 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 sweet. Just shows that they're in the same universe. Okay, my second one. This one's a full episode crossover. It's another Brooklyn Nine Nine one. Oh, okay. So this one I've got uh, Sean and Gus Ooh. from uh, from Psych. They get they get hired on as private investigators to come all the way to New York City, and help so the Nine Nine uh, yeah. solve a case. And uh, because Sean's so juvenile, of course him and Jake are gonna get along like like amazing. Yeah, they hit it off right, right away. They're kids. They're gonna hit it off. And uh, Gus is going to be sitting there like, look at this guy. You know, two Sean's. What's going on? And Boyle's just going to get super pissy because Jake's talking to someone who isn't Boyle. <laughs> and then, but those two, I feel, are going to connect because their their friends ditched because, them because a they're lot. because they're the dad they're the dad characters, it's right? True, you yeah. know, they kind of look after the other guy. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so my third one, and this one, I think this one actually is my favorite idea. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that, uh, like, The Men in Black is actually a comic book. I knew that. That That's owned by Marvel. I didn't know that part. So my idea for a movie is it's a, it basically takes place in the entire, you know, MCU. Yeah. And it's, it's like, scenes from each of the big MCU movies brought together. And it's just, like, that movie in the background, like, what's going on, like... Let's say uh, the event, the first Avengers movie. You know, the Chitauri are coming down from space and they're raining down. Yeah. And it's the Men in Black just kind of, you know, J and K, going through like New York City or wherever the movie's taking place. They find a Chitauri guy trying to hide out in like a sub shop, and they're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, boom, shoot him with a cricket or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and the movie's basically just around them trying to clean up, you know, any and all alien problems that were involved with the Avengers. Okay, so they're kind of. Like, like a shadow shield. Yeah, it's it's not really a it's not really a full crossover because they never intermingle, but it's like they're in the background of the Marvel universe. I, I like this in the idea that they maybe like they always because they have the power to like to, to wipe people's memories, yeah. right? So that you could just see yeah. a bunch of scenes of them like coming in and cleaning up shit, and then just like clearing everyone's memory and being like, "Yeah, you saved the day." <laughs> oh yeah good and good job it, captain america you save the day clear yeah. his memory like and they'd be like so it turns out it's just men in black are heroes like exactly that would be a pretty good parody like of them kind of like make like kind of like poking fun at the marvel being like oh you guys didn't do anything it's it's always us we're here in the background you guys just don't know like i remember a couple of years ago they talked about doing that 22 jump street yeah crossover with the men in that black was one which that came to mind personally yeah. like like I, I don't think I would enjoy that as much as I would love a Men in Black Avengers. Call it like Avengin Black or something like that. Okay. Like I, I would, Black. I would love the. I don't I'm know. Just, about that. I'm just gonna up. Show. We're adding a new stat to our trading card. This is the portmanteau count. <laughs> Ooh. Come up with random names that work. Well, a portmanteau is two words that are combined together to make one. So Terminatrix and uh, Avengin Black is. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. pretty close. I, I, th- I thought it was a good movie title. I, I feel like some people might get it mixed up, like think it's some kind of like, like political movie. That's cool. That <laughs> like, means like, you're like, going like, to get more people who show up to see it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Were those just a, that's me. That's all your three pitches. 
Yeah, that's my three pitches. Okay, what we our next segment we're, we're going to be talking about our our favorite Whoa, what, what about Craig? I, I oh, thought Craig did, Craig did was Craig, talking to us earlier. Did Craig have a pitch earlier Man, about? I was getting excited about that. the fact that you were going to ignore me because my idea is nowhere near as good as yours because it's not actually an idea. I just wanted to reference the fact that one time Andrew and I were watching Beer Fest and we found Sean from Psych and it was amazing. Beer Fest. <laughs> So we, we figured that it, it would be pretty hilarious if, if you saw it from the psych perspective where it was Sean on a case at Beer Fest doing something. Who knows? Just trying to figure something out. That'd be an interesting episode. Like it crosses over in the background. Like, like, cause he's in the background of the movie, right? So like he's dead see it from his perspective. His, his, like, his character in the movie is literally 15 seconds long, dip, if that. Yeah. But then like you see it from his perspective and it's like he's actually there longer but you're just seeing the background so you just see a bunch of like people's butts all the work he had to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the work he had to go into to like to you get know, there yeah to infiltrate the the german beer company exactly so that was that's all i had wow. i love it continue on with our next segment which will also be bad for me continue <laughs> <laughs> so andrew what were your favorite five marvel movies or best five i don't okay. know which one we want to classify so, this as <laughs> So these are my order of my top five Marvel movies. You know, everyone out there, feel free to disagree. Um, I'm sure some of you guys like, you know, you guys might like Ant-Man. That might be your favorite go-to, you know, Marvel movie, which is fine. Fine. It's not not mine, but it's yours. We're not judging. We love them all. These are just our top fives, which I got to apologize. My top five is actually a top six, guys. It's okay. Mine's a top four. So you can Ooh. have one of mine. I have the extra one. Okay. Oh, but, but, See, my... but I have a top six, too. Ooh, I can damn. take one off. It's okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm pretty sure, Scott, I'm pretty sure some of our orders are going to be similar. Pretty close, so like yeah. it... So my, my number one A and my number one B, I've got the Avengers, and then I've got Avengers Age of Ultron. Like, those are my number one, and I'm, I'm pretty sure the only reason they're my number one is because it's just a whole gaggle of so many superheroes that I sit there and I'm just like, ah! that's not to love. There's a little boy, like, you know, getting psyched, right? <laughs> like, I forgot to grow up, so, like, I'm just so pumped about it, right? No, I understand, man, definitely. Those are two great, like, two of the great ones. They're in my top five. Like, I don't have a specific order for mine, but those two are definitely in my top five. It's a bunch of gags, and they're the, they're the like, I feel like some of the more fun of the movies. They don't try to go for any, like, specific theme. They're just like, yeah, this is going to be... A bunch of superheroes beating up a bunch of bad guys, and that's all. Exactly. Like some people complain so about like them having like the like you know endless amounts of like like faceless robots and like and faceless uh, aliens, right? Like just pe- like they're they're not actual things; they're just things that they can hit. Uh, but I like that. That's all I want to see. I don't like. I don't care. You want? You just want to see explosions? Yeah, right? I just want to see all the different ways that they're going to be badass and like do things. Like like when Thor hammers the one dude's head, or when Hulk runs up the side of the building. Those are the things I want to see in these movies. That's why these two are great. Like, I want the clever quips, like when uh, you know when the Vision takes the hammer and swings it and smokes Ultron. And he's like, this is terribly well balanced. Yes. And Thor's like, yeah, if it's uh, too heavy, you lose, you lose power. You lose power on the, on the swing. Yeah. I, I just like I love That's stuff like that. That's one of my like favorite that. lines. My, the next movie on my list is Civil War, Captain America: Civil War. Again, I think it's just because it's a gaggle movie where yep. there's so many superheroes crushed in. I love team ups. Uh, no, number three, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, because it, I th- I think for me for that one, a is the soundtrack. That's a good soundtrack. B. 
I think it's because it took a lesser known team and they brought it in and they said, you know, let's just see if this works. And, uh, you know, as everyone knows, Groot became, you know, famous overnight. Yeah. I mean, so many people didn't know about Groot and then all of a sudden, I am Groot. I didn't know any of those characters before that movie. Yeah. Like, I, I knew of like two of them. You know, one was Rocket Raccoon and the other one was Drax. I didn't know anything about the other guys before that movie came out. Which you know gave me the opportunity to get involved in the movie, get like deep into it, and then go look into other stuff afterwards. Check out a few comics, watch a few series, you know, do that sort of thing. Yeah, no, man, I definitely agree. The Guardians Galaxy's in my top five as well. Uh, it's just it was it's, it was one of the more unique Marvel properties. Uh, it's got that fun, whacking space uh, adventure feel to it, uh, and again, it's it's a team up. A superhero team up is always the best like like it's it's what they always say you know if one's good two's better and then if two's good you know why not have five people on a team it's like <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i'm always down for three that. three is company three is not a crowd three is company exactly everything else is a party <laughs> and these movies are all Soon. just watching parties or cinematic parties, exactly and i love them because of that speak See, a big portion of my next movie is a party, and that's uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, nice. I like that that made your top five. You see that that segue inside of a segment? (laughs) Spider-Man Homecoming, and it wasn't because of the movie. You know, I've heard heard it catch a lot of flack. I've given it a lot of flack myself. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I couldn't not put Spider-Man in there. I understand that. I love Spider-Man. I grew up on the the Peter Parker Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s. I grew up on that. Mm -hmm. I had to put it in there just because it's Spider-Man. He's my boy. Number five, and this one is this one's gonna catch you off guard. It's Iron Man three. Ooh, Iron Man three. I like that. It's I like that you're throwing me off a little bit. What? Tell me, give, tell me why the third Iron Man's your favorite. I, I want to know that. Okay. I know it caught a lot of flack with the Mandarin being, you know, kind of yeah, you know, that, that like, shown, uh, and then they rip it away from yeah. you. You know, I like Ben Kingsley. I think when he was doing the serious role, you know, on the camera. Yeah. It was good, and then they took it the wrong direction and made him just a drunk, yeah. a homeless guy. Like, that was a problem. But I like that it was, you know, it wasn't focused entirely on Tony Stark. It was showing his internal demons and his conflicts. Yep. Like, if they had not called it Iron Man, they should have called it, like, Tony Stark 1 or something No, like that. I agree with that, because it was definitely more of a character story than... Because uh, he, cause it's focused he actually on spends him. more time... Yeah, he spends more time as Tony Stark than he does in his suit as Iron Man. Which, right? especially, yeah, I agree. Like, especially compared to the his first two movies where he's mostly Iron Man. This one, you got to explore him as uh, Tony Stark and that dark side of him having. He been goes. Be, he Iron goes Man. beyond the genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. He goes beyond that, and he becomes just a guy. You know, he's got PTSD after you know flying into the wormhole, yeah. and dropping dropping the nuke after Avengers. Yeah, like he's after Avengers he's got the PTSD from that he's trying to deal with you know he's trying to save his buddy he's trying to keep happy you know healthy after he ends up in the hospital mm-hmm. you know things are kind of rocky with Pepper you know she gets kidnapped Rhodey's Rhodey's back in it you know he's he's got his problems that he's trying to figure out too as as uh, Iron Patriot in he that is. movie super lame he's totally war machine yeah he has but, that's uh, the one he gets his identity changed though and right like it's that movie that yeah, they changed yeah. it yeah it's yeah. No, no, no. It's Iron Man 2 where they uh, they go from Terrence Howard to... Uh, no, I meant his name. Like uh, him going from War Machine to Iron Patriot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. During the third was, one, right? 
Yeah, because they did the uh, the, the uh, focus groups they mentioned. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah. I but I, that. yeah. see, that's, that's why I like it, because it's more of a Tony Stark story and shows, like, his growth as a character. Yeah. And then from there, going into Age of Ultron and, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming and, and all that stuff, Civil War, you get to see him kind of grow where he started off as a prick and he becomes that, you know, that guy you kind of want to hate but you can't because he is just deep down trying to do the best thing. Yeah, he's trying and to do he the best he can. he is just a man. At, yeah. At the end of the day, he is just a man, right? He's Tony Stark. Yeah. No, I agree. I, like, I've always loved the Iron Man uh, character, I mean. Uh, and the first Iron Man is actually the first thing on my list. Oh, oh see. That, that, was, that was one of my honorary mentions. I mean, every other Marvel movie makes honorary mentions. Obviously. But you know, that was, my, that was like my, my number six. Technically seven, but six. Fair enough. Yeah, but the first one. What are the rest on your list? So the the first is Iron Man, the first one, and that's just because it's it kicked off the MCU. Um, it wasn't technically the first movie to come out, but it was the first one that like kind of kickstarted the movie. Well, I guess it did, it came out before Thor. That or not Thor, the Incredible Hulk, right? Yeah. Wait, the Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, it was Iron Man, it was Iron Man, and then it was Incredible okay. Hulk. Yeah, so it was the first one out, but it was the one that I also connected the most with. I feel like I kind of had lost interest in some superhero movies because of, like, some of the poorer ones that had come out before it. Uh, obviously, I like the Batman ones, uh, but, like, I wasn't as excited. I wasn't going to the theaters necessarily, but I, once I saw the first trailer for Iron Man 1, I was... I was like, I have to see that. Like, I, I. It became a whole, a whole new type of superhero. Exactly. Movie, he officially right? made it like all the, all the other ones were kind of campy, whereas exactly. this one could be possibly real world situation. And I feel like he, like that movie is the first one that like actually made it into a genre. Like before, it yeah. was they yeah. were they were comic book movies, but they were like they're more they're action movies that had comic book characters. And yeah, that was they, a f- they weren't there weren't really sequels or anything. It was just its own individual story. Exactly line, right? right. And then so okay, it I was the first one to like kick off actually like being like a genre and having a like a universe, like a universe that like always connects, like and that like that ha- that can be built upon, right? And that's that's why I have to love the first Iron Man. Uh, my second one is Avengers one and two. Uh, so I guess that'd be the second would be two A and B. Uh, and those again, same reasons we talked about with for you, you for B would be the same. Uh, it's that great team up. You see all the, them come together. My favorite part is always seeing a team come together. Like the awkwardness of these different personalities clashing because they're all a bunch of alpha dudes. Uh, and the, the, like, like my favorite, one of my favorite scenes still is when, uh, like Thor and, um, Iron Man like meet for the first time and they have to fight it out in the middle of the, that forest. Do, doth, doth the magistrate know you weareth her drape <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is he says. <laughs> exactly. Like, I just love that scene. Cause I love, like, I like when superheroes kind of clash at first because it's like, they, they don't always know. They're so like, they're not the most trusting people sometimes except for Captain America. <laughs> I think I think that was the best thing about Avengers one and, and even two like it started off they none of the, they were all individual players yeah. right and then you know like you said they eventually start to kind of work together they figure out they have to work together yeah they can't do it on their own and then yeah. it's too it's too and much then for Avengers one of them. two it Avengers two it's they are a team but they all have their little separate like working things right exactly yeah. Tony and Banner create create all the science bros Captain America is still kind of a self righteous dickhead. Yep. Thor, he's like, I'm a god, you know, nothing affects me, and Black Widow's just hot, so... I, I get I get where you're coming from. Yeah, so that's why those, that's number two, and then three on my list would be Civil War. Again, you gotta love a team-up, and I love when they fight, 
because I like to see because I like that they know each other's weaknesses. That's one of my favorite things. Uh, is when the superheroes like if superheroes are fighting each other, it's great because they already know each other's weaknesses because they used to be a team. So it's fun to see. Plus all the like the introduction of Spider-Man in that movie, you get to see Giant oh, Man yeah. like Ant-Man turned into Giant Man. That's a great scene, and just the the fact that they put so much work in each of the action scenes. I just and it's a good story too. Like it's such an inter- like there are a couple plot holes. It's kind of like well he could like what's his name um the bad guy he couldn't have like planned out like he did plan it out but oh baron Zemo? yeah he couldn't have like guaranteed that they were going to end up there but like i don't care it's like, it's a plot device just leave it alone people i thought it was a good story it was an interesting story i like that it was different than the villain trying to like better the best of beat his way yeah, out because like it, right? like like let's say like marvel maybe five ten years ago they might have gone the route of having him actually go and unfreeze those uh those extra winter soldiers right and trying to control them like you know what i mean like like five ten years oh, ago that, that that was one of those those twists that threw you out of you that i really wasn't expecting yeah for them to be dead i wasn't expecting that either i was ready for him to fight them and i was kind of like oh this is kind of lame and they have to come together now to fight this guy and that's how they're gonna reunite at the end of this movie but then you get they get there and oh he shot them all and the twist is he just wants to show this video like to just just to get them to fight each other and it's like and it works oh, yeah. it's like yeah that's a that, he's got that monologue he prepared he was already for it yeah <laughs> strong stronger stronger men than me have tried yeah exactly and it's so i like that twist on like the classic story of not like necessarily like the villain like because you could try and you like you might be more team cap or iron or uh, iron man but like neither of them are the villains of the story i would say right like the villain of the story is uh baron zemo but he's not the traditional villain and he's not like the one that they had to physically punch right like they don't actually ever punch him uh not once in the movie i watched that on the weekend uh and it's kind of funny he only gets strangled it's the only thing that happens to him that whole movie he doesn't get touched at all otherwise but he's the super villain so i like that twist that they took with civil war um my fourth one is actually Captain America: The Winter Soldier. See, that was another one that I was, I was trying, like, I liked the introduce, like that they introduced Falcon, and it was less of a superhero movie and more of like a, spy. You know, we got to figure this out spy movie. Yep. But there's just something about Captain America, like it's not Chris Evans. You know, I think he plays the role perfectly. It's his just character. something about Captain America rubs me the wrong way. I can see that. And I'm sure it's that self righteous asshole attitude. Yeah, I... where he's always like, "Oh, I'm doing the right thing," and he just deep down believes that no matter what he does is the right thing. Yeah, and I could see why you like, would uh, clash with that, but I kind of like somebody who has that. Like, I respect that he has, like principles like i get like for you he's kind of too extreme with it i just respect that he has like that he has principles and that he sticks to it i agree sometimes he can be a little douchey about it uh i I think for myself i think it's because like i come from like you know that legal background family like you know my dad works in a prison my uncle's a cop my mom works in a law firm like i come from that background Mm -hmm. So I think I was just kind of brought up with, you know, if the law tells you to do this, friggin' do it. Yeah. Like, and don't question it. You can't do your own thing, and it turns out well because it doesn't. Yeah, and he's the. I think that's just my problem. He's the fight that I can't the system. Yeah, that. he's the. Yeah. Do what he thinks is fight right. Fight the power. Yeah. And I can see why you don't like that. I just like I respect that he has morals, and I like a character that has. Oh, morals. for sure. Like uh, I, I, I do respect it, yeah. but it's just the fact that he's just so self righteous. Yeah. yeah, it's it gets to you. I understand that, but I like the movie, the the Winter Soldier, because that's one of the first ones that they, they switched up the genre, 
uh, a little bit. Like so, like the first comic, the first uh, like set of movies in the MCU are all just you know action, just straight up action comic book movies. Whereas once you got to Winter Soldier, they decided, okay, let's throw the espionage twist in it, right? Like they're not spending the whole time fighting. Oh, yeah. They have to do a little more of an investigation, right? Like they end up at the old uh they lean a little heavier on uh the black widow's like special not special powers but her like, abilities her skills yeah exactly and skill side and i like that they they did that right they brought her into uh i'm always happy to see scarlett johansson more uh but that's what i liked especially about that movie so that's why it's in my fourth position and then last on my list of five would be guardians of the galaxy the first one as well um as you because it was just a fun good movie of like introducing me to a bunch of characters i'd never heard of like never ever even like had a kind of idea like iron man i had a like i knew i could point on iron man and be like that guy's iron man didn't know anything other than that when iron man before iron man came out uh but when it came to guardians of the galaxy i had no idea and it was like if you told me it wasn't a marvel movie i would have still gone and seen that movie and that's a pretty big thing for me because I don't I don't always venture out into too far out into territory. But that movie just like the tr- first trailer just catches your eye with all the they did such a great job with all the amazing effects and the color and just the wacky fun humor between the different characters who are just all clashing. And I always love a band of outlaws. Like I can like any story with a band of outlaws is just my thing. Like I just love people who are just like a little not like not criminals just outlaws like you know they're not like terrible people they're just they're just not the most law-abiding citizens they're they're in it for themselves yeah well they're just looking out for themselves because they had a rough life and i get like i can i can connect with some of them because of that right like they just they didn't always go down the right path and they don't always have the right opportunity and they 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 don't do it to be like they don't do it to hurt other people. They do it just to try and like get by. To benefit themselves, yeah. yeah. Which is selfish, but like everyone's a little. They're outlaws. What yeah, do you exactly. Want? Like they're outlaws. That's why I like them. Like they, 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 and they don't like they're not apologetic about it either. If that makes sense, like you know what I mean. Like they, they know they, they, they know are. who they are, and they're like, this is who I'm going to be, and this is how I'm going to do it. So, that's why the Guardians of the Galaxy is on my list. It's just a great fun. Like it's a movie I would see even if it wasn't a Marvel movie, uh, and see. I... I saw that movie three times within the, th- the first three days that it came out. Yeah. I went with Craig, I went with someone else, and I went with my brother in those those first three days. Me and you might have seen it. And I got to tell you, maybe, maybe, maybe it was very you, possible. Yeah. I think I was still in the well end at that point. But uh, I saw it, and I loved it. And truth be told, before that movie, I was not a huge Chris Pratt guy. Like, I'd only really ever seen him as, what was his name, Andy? Yep. on uh, Parks and Rec. I had never and heard he of him. He was just one of those he was one of those guys. I was like, "Man, he's just so dumb." I'd only ever seen him in that yeah. and uh Movie 40 uh Movie 42. Oh yeah, full set. And I it was just I just yeah. And I just I couldn't he was just one of those dumb guys. I was like, "Nope, I can't do it." He always played a dumb guy. Yeah. And then he came in there and he played, you know, kind of the badass. And then from there, you know, we did was it Passengers. He did the remake of The Magnificent 7, Jurassic World. And like I've seen all of those in theater, yeah. and I was like, man, you know, he 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 plays that role of just kind of a smug, just badass enough guy. Yeah, and I like, and you kind of love him for it because he's he's kind of like I've always seen him as like the new Han Solo, like our kind of our new Harrison. A guy Ford. who just happened, a guy who just happens to be a hero because the situation needed yeah, him to exactly. be. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, it worked out. 
but it's also like they're like they're good people still like you know what i mean they're good like deep deep down when it's required <laughs> when the when the galaxy oh, yeah. needs saving or the galaxy needs guarding when it's yeah <laughs> See what I did there? I like I like yeah. that. I like I like what you did there, where you you use the name, use the name to refer to the movie. So that's that's my favorite. That's another reason why it makes the list, man. Because because they say the name in the movie, which we all know is Scott, one of Scott's favorite things. Scott Scott loves it. Scotty loves it. I love it. Like, and they say Guardians of the Galaxy at least once in that first one, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure at the end he's like, we're the guardians of the freaking galaxy yeah. or something. No, no, that's the second one. But I'm pretty sure they call themselves the guardians of the galaxy or someone. Well, see, Maybe he refers uh, to them as the guardians of the galaxy. And then when they've got the stone, he's like, how? That's what and it is, like, yeah. we're yeah. the guardians of the galaxy, bitch. And they, like, they blow that's him up. That's what it is. That's yeah. what it is, yeah. Because yeah. Ronan's a puss, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Such a puss. What do you think, Craig? Do you, do you like our lists? I, or, uh, I like your list. You Which ones of these have you seen, Craig? Because we know you haven't seen them all. I I did not see um, Age of Ultron. Any of them? No, okay. I saw most of them. Thank you very much. I did not That's see. Okay. I, I still haven't watched Age of Ultron. Um, oh, really? My list was mostly made up of things that you guys referenced, and I went, oh, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> so... I don't have as many detailed answers as you guys do, so That's I'm just going to give a blanket set of criteria. My list is in order of did I enjoy it, and if it's on the list, it's because I remember having seen it and enjoyed it. That's so, fair. That's fair. We can't in, ask much more, in, more than well, you. <laughs> in somewhat of an order, I would put both of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies at the top two, and then the two Thor movies because I definitely enjoyed them. And then because it was brought up Captain America, the Winter Soldier, just because I forgot that it existed, so it ended up in the bottom <laughs> of my list. But I do remember enjoying it, and that's why it's on there. I feel like of all the Marvel movies, that would be the one I thought you'd like the most, because it's the least superhero-y. Because it's not like... it's Captain America is only like super strong, right? So it's not like he's doing anything too, too crazy. You know what I mean? Well, so I'm like, that, I feel like that would connect with Craig the most. <laughs> I, I like the Guardians of the I Galaxy. Th- I thought it was the... Uh, I thought it was the blonde hair for Captain America. Yes. I thought they had that. <laughs> they have that in common. That. Or why he liked Thor so much. He liked the long it's, flowing Exactly. That, that's, that's pretty much the thing that's in common. And that's, then Guardians of the Galaxy. That's fair. I just rewatched the two of the Thors over the weekend and for our lead up. That's a little, it's a little promo for our... Check, check out our three videos on... Uh, or four videos on YouTube and Facebook. And our countdown to Thor Ragnarok series. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, by the time you guys listen to this, that will have more than likely become a cinematic blockbuster in uh, in theaters. Uh, we will definitely discuss that next week when all of us and all of you have the chance to listen or uh, go watch that movie. But we that was uh, we some shameless shameless promoting. Not not too many spoilers though next week because we still have to give it a week of release before we can uh, spoil anything. That's fair. That's fair. That's the rule. That is the rule. And we well, technically, it'll it'll have a week of release by the time we we get this out to the people. Yeah, we'll have nine days. That's that's true. Well, ten ten days. <laughs> Looks like Thir- Andrew Thursday has lawyered the situation. So yeah. if you hadn't lawyered seen it by next Sunday, don't freaking listen <laughs> because <laughs> we might it's spoil be full of spo- it. This We're is not- your one week in advance yeah. spoiler alert, and uh, another spoiler alert. It's probably just going to be spoilers for me, and I won't have to see it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll give you we'll give you the BBM updates, Craig. Because my priorities are are in order, and I'll probably go see it. We'll see. Who knows? That's fair. Craig. Uh, do we want to move on to uh, questions that we got on questions our and comments. lovely social media profiles? Yes, comments. Can't so forget the, comments. So this week we got another couple that were uh, tossed out at us. Uh, one uh, one in particular I'd like to touch on. Uh, it's uh, my dear friend Corey Madalena. Uh, he hit us back after listening to us to give him a quick little shout out last week for dragging my pussy ass to horror movies. Uh, he hit us up with the, uh, I have a question for your next segment. Uh, it may be kind of late to answer this considering you guys talked about horror in this podcast, but did you guys see the new Mutants trailer? Uh, being a fan of horror, I loved the new style they took with this X-Men movie, and I'm not noticing a trend with studios trying to incorporate more genres into superhero movies. Deadpool being comedy, Logan being a western, etc. Uh, my question is, first of all, do you think the new mutants looks good? And what do you think of studios incorporating genres into superhero movies? Does it work? Is it effective or dumb? Scott, you want to touch base on this uh, one? So yeah, I first wanted to thank him for the question. I thought this was a pretty interesting question. Uh, I've already I kind of touched on this before when we were talking about uh, Winter Soldier, uh, but I love when studios do this cross-genre thing with superheroes. I think uh, I think it actually started, in my opinion, with actually Ant-Man, which you mentioned before, which was a comedy. Uh, it kind of started around that time with uh, it being more of a com- action comedy. It was more of a fun, like a, like a funny movie as opposed exactly. to... Exactly, and a heist, too, yeah. right? So it's a heist. Yeah. It's a comedy heist and then a superhero movie, in my opinion, right? Because he, he doesn't do too... Like, he does do some superhero in. You know, there is some superhero in. Uh, but... Uh, your friend's name was Corey, right? Yeah, Corey. Yeah, yeah. Corey. So, Corey. So Corey yeah. uh, you got it right. Yeah. So I, he, I think uh, he's right with it being it's that Hollywood just kind of they noticed the success of Deadpool and the fact that when they switch up these genres, uh, it draws in more audiences because if you make a pure just a pure comic book movie, that's just a pure comic action movie, uh, then you're kind of you're segmenting yourself from a lot of people who might want to go see a funny movie or might want to see might get tricked into seeing Deadpool because they thought it was a romantic one for some reason because it came out on Valentine's Day. Or like now with the horror of uh, the horror film genre for uh, New Mutants. I think that's going to draw in a lot of people who are only horror fans because a lot of people who watch just, we talked about this before, that just watch a lot of horror as much as we watch comic books. And that's how like what these doing the cross genres thing I think does is you bring in new people into these universes. They might not like necessarily hop all the way in, but it is a way of like increasing the number of people who are going to go at least see it in theaters. Um, and which makes its appeal a little bit more, uh, a little bigger when it comes to them later trying to sell it to Netflix. <laughs> uh, but what do you, I'm oh, in, sorry. Oh no, I was going to say I was, I was totally in the same boat with you. Uh, like I, I I like the way that they did it. Like they, uh, you know, first of all, he asked the question, you know, do I think it looks good? It's one of those things that I, you know, I like the cartoon of X Men, yeah. and the X Men live action movies have been hit or miss for Very me. Very hit or miss. I've seen them all. I've watched them all multiple times, but Same. some of them are better than the others. Definitely. This one, I like. Th- I like that it's all. I mean, for lack of a better term, it's a whole new mutant type movie. Oh yeah. You know, it's it's it has nothing. It doesn't really seem to be too much involved with any previous stuff. It's almost like it's, you know, the fa- the original two Fantastic Four movies, and then the the new reboot they tried to do. Like technically, they're both Fantastic Four, yeah, but they're different. But they have nothing to do with nothing one of them. One yeah. other. That's the type of feeling I get from kind of like Legion, yeah. Plus, yeah, exactly. 
Plus, like, you know, it really it really brings me in because it's that it almost doesn't even feel like a superhero. Movie. I was going to say that, too, about that trailer that like I, I watched it before we started the recording, actually. Uh, and I thought like 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 I said, like I said, actually, before about uh, the movie Guardians of the Galaxy, it like uh, New Mutants looks like a movie that if you didn't know it was a Marvel or in this case, a Mar- Fox Marvel property. Uh, you wouldn't know it's a comic book movie. You wouldn't know it's based on a comic book. So I think that a lot of they're going more this route because there is a lot of like I feel like there's a certain chunk of the population which is pretty large that it's still kind of I don't want to say opposed to comic books, but they're just they don't they're not as into comic books. Like so when they hear oh it's a comic book movie, they automatically tune out. I think that that's a big chunk of people. And now the studios, especially with this New Mutants, they're trying to like switch it up uh and get more people drawn in but not drawing them in with the oh these are comic book movies because us comic book fans are going to go see it even if like they're not all in their costumes and stuff right because we want to know what what they do with it right we're all curious about the characters and the story like we're already slightly invested whereas general audiences aren't as invested and i think this trailer did a great job of being able to like draw in just random people because like people are just gonna think it's a horror film, but these people are just have messed up stuff. Like if you don't know, like New Mutants connection to the X Men, then you'd just be like, oh, how did somebody like you wouldn't even know what the mutants are. Like if you're somebody who doesn't know what a mutant is, then you see the title New Mutants, and you're like, oh, that looks like an interesting horror film, not interesting horror comic book movie. So I think they did a really good job of cutting that trailer, and I'm definitely excited to see it. See, when I saw the trailer, the first thing I thought of immediately was that movie that's coming out. I don't know if it's already out or if it's coming out soon. Uh, the Flatliners. Okay. Where where people are like, you know, they, they die and then they bring them back and, you know, they've got, you know, they're clairvoyant yeah. or they've got like some super strength or like that's you know, something the, comes back with them. That's the modern remake of the original, right? Yeah. Like I get that. Like I see this new Mutants trailer and that's immediately what I thought of, you know. Because it's in that that almost like a like a haunted house type feel when you watch yeah. it, like you or like a like an abandoned asylum type thing where you know you go through and each person each room is just has something wrong with mm-hmm. them, like between that and just happening to you know arrive there like the flatliners did where they just happen to get these little extra abilities or whatever. Yeah, they're not really like because they're kind of they're just developing them I'm assuming and that's yeah. what's like they don't yeah. have control over them yet. Some of them think they're going crazy. It may be. Like, I don't, yeah. the one thing I'm not sure about, but that's because only, like, is I don't know if they know that they're mutants or not. Is this a, is this one of the X-Men universes that they, mutants are a thing, or is it a secret thing? Uh, that's one thing I didn't get from the trailer, but I like that it's, it's kind of ambiguous, too, because I'm like, I don't know anything about the new oh, mutants yeah. at all, like, whatsoever. Uh, when I heard that this was being made, I'm like, oh, I should, I should look that up. I haven't looked it up yet, um, but I'm excited to see it. Uh, because eventually we will probably closer to when it comes out yes. but eventually, eventually we'll i will get, get to reading some of the comics or watching youtube videos about the comics and making our own youtube yeah. videos about that yeah yeah because we do that um so uh to answer your your question Corey, uh yes it does look like a good movie and we'll definitely probably maybe quite possibly legitimately see it for sure yeah before we go into the next question, just because we brought up Flatliners and I looked it up, um, the original in 1990 had a budget of $26 million. The movie that just was released in 2017 had a budget of $19 million. It's un- wow, so it was made on, it was made on, made less, on less. Well, it's unclear whether it's this is in 
in 2017 dollars or whether it's like actually assigned to the whether whether they normalized it for what the time is or whether it was from from back when it was made but either way even if it is normalized that's still pretty good anyway on to the next question okay so uh for the next question this one was another one of those uh touchy subjects about it uh was more or less just you know our opinion on uh on the kevin spacey situation that's going on and uh, like i said before we don't want to get too in-depth you know too political on the podcast you know this is a a fun light-hearted place uh more or less uh the kevin spacey movies that have come out knowing what we know now um i think i think personally i still enjoy those movies i think he's just a great actor who's just a shitty person same with anything else that can't, you know, that any of these other uh, Hollywood celebrities that have had, you know, things come out against them or about them. It, you know, the quality of the work that came out was still there. They're just shitty people. Just like, you know, you can go get get a cup of coffee at Tim's and, uh, you know, you could have, a, you know, a shitty dude there, you know, spitting your coffee and you don't know about it. Or, be, like, I mean... you know, you still enjoy the coffee, but, you know... spit coffee? No, you see this guy. D- did you really enjoy um, that spit I'm not coffee? A co- <laughs> I'm not a coffee drinker myself. Neither am I. You, this That's is just... what I don't know. I'm like, are people spitting in coffees? Like, I used to do that I when I worked really at McDonald's. I really hope not. Because <laughs> I go I was to Tim dick. Hortons, and I really hope nobody's spitting yeah, in coffee. don't go to McDonald's I work at, because I'll spit in your coffee. But that's just because... Don't go to McDonald's. Don't go to Tim Hortons. You go to Campbellford, and you go next door to Ace Barbershop, to, um, to the coffee shop that's located there. They will definitely make you a nice cup of joe. So Andrew, you bring up. It's interesting that you bring up uh, Tim Hortons as your example, specifically considering that he is a man who died in a fiery crash while drinking and driving in St. Catharines. So I mean, people people go to the store with his namesake on it, even though, I mean, he by today's standards, he was, he was still a terrible happen. person. He was kind of. I mean, like we we don't really like drunk drivers, but we still. But we still we like still his coffee enjoy, and his hockey. We still go to. We still go to Tim Hortons, and people still like the Toronto Maple Leafs. So some people. It's an, it, well, I like Tim. Go bits. sends go. <laughs> I could go for a donut it's, now. It's a... So basically, to reiterate, uh, it's kind of like our opening statement again. Um, Hollywood, all of you, uh, not well, not all of you. Some of you are pretty cool people. Uh, Halle Berry, love you. Um, Be good people. We're just gonna come out movies. and say, you guys, as a whole. Be good people. Everyone, everyone in general, everyone in general, be good people. people. Everyone, be good people. Make good movies so that we have content for the show. And TV shows. That's it. We like TV shows too. Documentaries. Dudes. Oh yeah. Dudes, what did you guys watch this week? Craig, why don't you go first? Because I'm guessing you've got a short list. Because mine's longer. Uh, My list is my list is okay. So I I guess the first place I'll start is uh, is me and my brother Stephen. We went and saw the new Kingsman movie. And, uh, we talked about that's a nice callback yeah, to another yeah, episode. Yeah, well, you see, that's how I am. Did you go on my recommendation? Is am that I why you wanted to uh, see no, it then? I tried. I tried my best to convince him to go see either. Uh, oh man, I can't remember what the other movie was. I wanted to go see Suburbicon, but he wouldn't go for it. That one looks really good. I plan to see that this week. Um, but we saw the Kings movie instead, and um, it it started out with I couldn't really decide if i was going to enjoy it just because they're so damn creative with their camera angles and about midway through i made the decision that this is entire thing is over the top anyway so i'm just gonna go with it well, that's, it's time that's to the just point. embrace it yeah. and let it happen exactly so it's just like this this entire thing is ridiculously over the top have you seen the first and one so 
I did see the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's so just... I, I kind of had an idea of what I was expecting, but I only saw it once and it was a while ago. So I don't okay. really remember. Yeah. So, so that was one, um, just because it's on the top of my head now last night, rather than continue watching stranger things, which is another one I'm going to get to. I watched uh, a new special that showed up on Netflix by a gentleman named Judah Friedlander. And it is a strange Netflix comedy special where most of them are like super produced in a, in a theater. This one was basically recorded on hand cameras in black and white in different, like in, I think it was in the same place in New York city, but from different nights. And it's just snippets of his, of his bits together. Most of it's crowd work, which is always impressive. Yeah. So that was pretty entertaining. If you like weird, it's good to go. Um, and then I watched season two of stranger things, but the thing I wanted to talk about the most last weekend, I sat down and I watched a little movie called black mass. I don't know if either one of you have seen that black mask. No, I have not black other, other than the DC Batman it's villain. It does not sound familiar. So it's sure black it's mass as the, as oh, in mass. Like, oh, yes. I thought I heard Catholicism. My bad. No. See, first I thought you said mask like a sail. And then I thought you said mask. I heard I was mask. Like, okay, let's go with it. I heard it. mask. I no, it, black, I it... black mass. It's about uh, a, a Boston, um, uh, we'll call him an organized criminal uh, named Whitey Bulger. Heavy onto the Boston stuff lately. Boston? Yeah, man. Boston, lobster, I, donkeys. I could not believe donkeys. how many actors were in the movie. Um, but the, the thing I wanted to talk about the most is that Benedict Cumberbatch does a Boston accent. And That's a thing? I can't decide. Really? Yeah. I, I can't picture it. You need to I, you I, need I, to at least like watch twenty minutes of it if you don't finish Google the I thought his I thought his New that. York accent in uh in Doctor Strange was way out there. I can't imagine him doing a Boston it's, accent. It's so weird because like at first at first I couldn't tell if it was good, and then he keeps talking and it's like, yeah, but I can hear the rest of your voice. Yeah, you can hear the <laughs> accent underneath it. You could hear He's, him doing an accent. You could hear him putting on the Boston that's accent. Be, you're like, I think oh, you're be, a British person doing a Boston accent. You're doing a good job well, at doing it, but I can I can tell you're British still. Like I can hear it under like there. When it, like Charlie Hunnam in uh, in Sons of Anarchy, where he talks super slow. To kind of make up for the fact that he's a British dude trying to be American. Well, most of the time when you see somebody do an accent, they're it kind of it's a departure from their voice a little bit. Mm-hmm. So if you yeah. heard their actual speaking voice versus their accent voice, they're nowhere near the same. But with Benedict Cumberbatch, like, it's like, like that's Gary totally Oldman, who's got, that's totally Benedict like, Cumberbatch doing a bo- trying to do a Boston accent, a Boston and accent. he does it for the whole movie. <laughs> Is he like a co-star? He's fantastic. I uh, yeah, he's um, he's Whitey Bulger's older brother younger brother i can't remember he's he's got he's got a fairly big role in it i just want to hear his and voice about what what name did you just say what the the, the gangster's name was whitey bulger oh okay yeah. i thought you said sweaty bald sweaty bulge nope. and i was like whoa whitey whitey bulger who was played by johnny depp and it just further cemented I, I think i sent you a text on this andrew it just further cemented the the concept in my mind that I have no idea what Johnny Depp looks like because I couldn't figure out who was playing. Him. Yeah, we, we like, definitely did I don't, talk about I this. I don't know what Johnny Depp looks like. That's fair. He's it. He's in everything, but he plays everything. And his he face does not look the, the same in anything he's ever in, nope. and I don't think I've ever seen a picture of him, so I have no he idea. Probably, he probably what does Johnny that on Depp purpose. Looks like. I I kind of know what he looks like because I've been told I look like him a couple times. Me and him have similar goatees. Um, and <laughs> See Scott, for for me, you look um, you look like oh, what's his name? Kevin from the Backstreet Boys. 
I don't, the, you know no, what I'm talking I don't, about. The, actually. Ta- the taller, the, really, the taller, skinny one. Everyone out there, check it out. Scott Carter, oh. and I'm pretty sure it's Kevin from the Backstreet Boys. They look similar. That's who I would say he looks like. So I got to look that up now. Kevin from the Backstreet Boys. What? <laughs> but actually, what did you watch this week besides, you know, Backstreet Boys videos? I, I actually had another down week. I am no, I have not been binging as hard as I uh, as I usually do, which is disappointing myself. But uh, other than, you know, the Flash, Arrow, Legends, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, the only movie I really sat down to watch was Priest. Priest. Okay, I, yeah. I started watching I Frankenstein. You know, I wanted to get into a little bit of that Halloween mood, which uh, just passed a couple days ago, mm-hmm. maybe t- maybe yesterday. Whenever we recorded this, uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch Priest. It's got got Paul Bettany in it as the main guy, yep. who's a priest. Uh, it's got Carl Urban in it, who uh, he's one of those lesser known actors. He plays. Um, Plays the Doc on, uh, on new Star Trek movies. Yeah, he's yeah. in the new Thor. But I, I yeah, yeah, he so is. Like I've loved him. I, I've loved him since he played Reaper in. in I'm pretty sure it was Reaper in uh, Doom. Yeah, oh, I know. Love that. That's when I first got into it. Like you said, Calder. I'm like, I know who that is. What are you talking about? People don't know who. Like, oh wait, regular no people don't know who yeah. he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, people, people <laughs> like me have no idea. Craig doesn't. So like I I loved it you know it was one of those movies it was it was way out there like post apocalyptic no, no, vampire yeah. I love that movie but I I thought it was real good like another one where Paul Bettany just kind of grumbles to himself and you're like oh shit Paul what are you he gonna was do one that was in Legion too right yes. those yeah. are yeah. like those two are identical movies pretty much like he's just once I've I've been once he's a I've been on kind of a Paul Bettany binge lately blame apparently you. what are you gonna watch next the A Knight's Tale. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. I love him in Night's Tale. Uh, but that's, is that all you watched this I, week? I just love him. Uh, yeah, that and, that and uh, The Flash, Arrow. Our um, normal stuff. I gotta say, uh, on uh, on Arrow, like I'm, I'm intrigued to find out what John Diggle's been shooting himself up with to get his edge back. Oh, yes. Part part of me kind of hopes it's like a mixture of like, you know, Mirakuru and something else. Yeah, I want it to be like a... But uh, part of me... Like, I don't want it to be something totally new. I want it to be kind of like a new strain of something. Yeah, I just hope it's not drugs, because um, that would be lame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shooting up yeah, heroin so that or he like doesn't shake anymore. I'll be like, that's lame. Yeah. I don't want that. But I want it to be like a, like a what's it called? Not a, a, a less powerful new crew. So it's like they tried to make yeah. their own. It's not as Somewhere powerful. Somewhere he doesn't go nuts, yeah. but he becomes dependent exactly. on it. Exactly. And he doesn't like necessarily get yeah. like the super, like he's not all the way up to like Slade's level, but he's... He's maybe like halfway there, right? So it's like they're not as effective, but he's also not going to go as crazy. Uh, but he's like going to get addicted my, my to it. My guess, my guess on the direction this is probably going to go, and it could be right, it could be totally wrong. I think he's going to take it. It's going to help him get, you know, get, you know, get rid of that tremor he had, yeah. and kind of bring him back to who he is. And he's going to get hooked on it, and his body is going to start deteri- to deteriorate. Yeah. And. And I think that I think that's gonna play later on where he gets real sick and like he can't really do anything and then you know uh, Oliver Queen's gonna have to step back in as Green Arrow because Diggle's like you know he's like kind of out of commission. Or something, yeah. Like I, I think that's the direction it's gonna I take. I would agree. I think it's definitely gonna go in that direction. I think there's no really other reason for them to introduce that element. Like otherwise they would have had him go into like therapy. <laughs> like unless they're gonna do something with it, like some kind of plot point with the uh, the whatever he was injecting himself in. Then there's there was no point in them using it. So I definitely agree that they're going to have some kind of, it's going to cause some kind of problem down the road that he has to 
deal with. If not, maybe if it's maybe not physical, maybe it's more of a, a like a, a emotional thing with his like friends and family. Like there ends up being a clash, or maybe he starts to become or may, maybe develops like a, a secondary personality or something. Starts to go from hide, Doctor like Jekyll, yeah. Mister Hyde type thing. Yeah, another callback. Callbacks on callbacks. <laughs> Which leads me into my next callback. I really just hope that uh, they don't, like, he doesn't get sick and then uh, Stephen Amell, you know, his character, Oliver Queen, has to be like, oh, well, I still can't go back, so uh, hopefully Willa Holland, a.k.a. Thea, comes out of this... Uh, or whatever. Comes out of this coma, and then she can come be the Green Lantern. <laughs> That's another callback to another... Lantern? Another segment. You mean Arrow? You said Lantern. What I, what you I said I Lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Arrow, not Green Lantern. <laughs> that's another thing. We're not we're not about Hal Jordan on this on this podcast, but uh, that's that's me. What about you, Scott? What did you watch this oh, week? Oh, I managed to get through a lot because I, I don't do anything with myself but watch stuff for for this. Uh, but I watched one the, of us is dedicated. Yeah, I wouldn't say dedicated. It's more just an excuse. I'm like, oh, those people are like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, I gotta watch something from a podcast. Gotta have that content ready. Um, but what I watched was, uh, I watched the two Thor movies for, uh, those YouTube series. And as a lead up to, uh, Ragnarok coming out this week, I watched the, I watched uh, civil war and guardians of the galaxy two also this weekend, just to give me some heavy, heavy Marvel. It binge. was uh, Saturday was very heavy on the uh, Marvel binge. I, it's been a, f- and there's nothing wrong. Oh, with no, that. not at all. Uh, but then on, I also watched, uh, Gotham. I know you don't watch Gotham out of the superhero shows, but actually, you know what? I, I did watch. I've I've gotten back into this oh, season. See, that's I have I didn't watch much. I didn't watch any of last oh. season. But I heard that they were doing the Razal Razal Ghoul like little bit this yeah. season. So I got back into it. Last episode I saw was I think last week. Did you see Solomon Grundy? I didn't see Solomon. That was Grundy, last week's no. actually. That's that's what oh, I was just okay. about to talk about. They introduced Solomon Grundy. Uh, the last episode I saw was uh, little Bruce ends up knifing Razal Ghoul. That's how the episode ends. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, and then Penguin gets super kind of whiny for uh, oh, what's her name? I can't remember the name of the girl he was talking to, but she becomes oh, like Falcone. an investor or whatever in his club. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. And she, uh, you know, she she seems to you no, know, I, I don't think she deeply cares about him. She's kind of playing oh, him like she a puppet. Is playing him, yeah. But uh, and but he totally like you know he just didn't know what the hell was going on, and I, I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, it's like I've. I see where a lot of people like were hesitant with Gotham. I've always kind of kept with it because I'm just like I need a little dose of Batman. I like the like different, it's like the different storyline they're going with with Batman with like Bruce Wayne's story and how he's been coming through. Uh, la- if you haven't watched the last season, you should check it out just because they had like Court of Owls and they introduced a bunch. Oh really? Yeah, they had the Court of Man, I definitely have to yeah. go back and check so it out. So they did the then. Court of Owls, which leads into why Ra's al Ghul is actually around. Right? Okay, see, my, my only real problem with Gotham, which why I couldn't get into it, is the fact that they have, you know, they kind of took the Bruce Wayne as Batman aspect out of it, made Gordon more of the main, yeah. you know, kind of character. And it kind of took away from me, like, I always grew up, you know, deeply believing that the reason that a lot of the Batman villains existed was because of Batman. Was because of Batman. Yeah. Like that, I think I mentioned that before. Why I couldn't get into it, so that's kind of why it killed it for me. Like I do like some of the portrayals I, on it, and I think I I agree with you. Uh, for the like, I kind of partially agree with you on that. Like why you wouldn't like it. That's why it's not my favorite show. It's definitely one of the ones that I always forget 
to get to eventually. It's like, oh, I've run out of stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've Gotham to catch up on still. Uh, but I like it in the same way I liked uh, Smallville because I feel like Smallville had that same problem, which was it was a lot of these villains. Just, they tried they tried to bring in, like, so many things yeah. into one. And, and you only have so many episodes exactly, to do it. But, right? And I can see why a lot of people are hesitant to that. I... I'm kind of the opposite. I like them squeezing those things in because I don't read the comics, uh, but I get most comic book... I get a lot of comic book references, if that makes sense. Like, I don't read a whole lot of... Like, I haven't read a lot of comics in my life, but I know a lot about comic books and comic book stories, uh, at least a character, so I get, like, references. So that's what I like about, like, Gotham. It's like, oh, that's that's kind of a fun way to think of maybe that's how the Riddler came to be. Uh, but I agree. I do like like... In the overall Batman universe, I prefer when, you know, his all his villains are villains because of Batman. Like, they're all kind of inspired to be that little bit of extra kooky because Batman's kooky, right? Like, does that make sense? Like, the idea of Batman in the Batman oh, universe sure. yeah, yeah. drives them to be the, like, super villains, not just, just thugs. And, like, so, yeah, he does fight a there's lot of one, thugs. There's one wacko out there. Why can't they be exactly. wacko? Like, that's how I always kind of looked exactly. at it. Exactly. And I agree with you on that. Uh, but Gotham... Uh, this episode is what I was trying. Uh, what I was trying to get to was that they do introduce Solomon Grundy, and it's pretty awesome the way they do it. And he's pretty, a pretty cool portrayal. That's such a one of the characters. I mean, I'm definitely gonna have to look into yeah. that because I love me some Solomon Grundy. Yeah. Uh, Mainly because he was born on a Monday. They bring that song in, too. That's oh, because they, they show his just straight up origin, right? And it's just like, oh, that's cool. Okay. And then you see him like, you go in depth into like how yeah, it's, we, it's how like how five. Yeah, well, he was already d- he's already dead in Gotham. Um, he was killed okay. in the last season. I, I won't, I'm sorry okay. to spoil it. Oh, they had. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so he's already been dead. Or no, he was in a coma. My bad. He was in a coma. Okay. So the character who. So they. Uh, he's Butch. Um, I don't know if you remember Butch, but Butch was like Penguin's big muscle guy. And okay, eventually gets yeah, his hand yeah. cut off. Uh, but he eventually yeah. got shot in the head uh, during the second season. Uh, was in a coma for a bit. Uh, and then in this episode. It's, I'm not going to ruin the episode for you so you can watch it, but he ends up tur- like getting like something happens and he turns into Solomon Grundy. I'm not going to ruin it for you because it's fu- oh, it's man, a I'm funny psyched. scene. To, it's a funny now. scene to watch. I don't want to ruin it too much for you or any I'm of the fans. Have to look into it. But Gotham, I think, is fun to go. Like if you just, it's it's only 45 minutes, so it's you know if you just want to put it on the background. I'm never too focused on it. I usually put it on when I'm like working on some notes for the podcast or something. But it is kind of just funny to watch sometimes. I think like it's a good time for me. It's it's more of a comedy for me than it is anything because it's it's just kind of you can't take it. Too you really serious, can't right? because Bruce Wayne in it is just like yeah. He's, he's like I dope. can't believe that he's gonna be Batman one day because he has this, such this like whininess to him. Like he's not too. He's a little brat. Yeah, he's a he's a he brat. He has such a bratness to him, and it's like it's just like like even when he's not trying no, to be. No it, wonder Alfred wants to beat yeah. his ass. Like he has. That's to. another highlight I actually wanted to mention too. Was Alfred is one of my favorite portrayals. That Alfred in the the show. He's one of my favorite just because he's such a badass. Thug. He's got the, he he portrays that you know that he's straight you know, out you the military. <laughs> yeah, like he, the animated ones even you see that he's kind of a snarky yeah. you know he, he very well put together you know older guy yeah, exactly like he's you know who has that kind of you know that very crisp you know military mentality yeah, well, and, and and I do I do like that aspect of the show yeah I like that you see his like not, his badass like, side a little more often because he's not yeah. he's not into like in ten years yeah he'll be at the age where he's not gonna go running around punching people to save Bruce but in ten years Bruce won't be 
15 anymore or 16. That's yeah. the one problem I do have with the show. I have no idea how old Bruce Wayne is or Selena Kyle for that matter, which I swear to God, which is in a the problem. First season, he was like 10 years old. I thought old, so too. And I thought Selena Kyle was like 17. Like I know, I know girls mature faster, but I was yeah, like, eh, this is weird. weird. Why are they? And buddies? now this season, they have her dressed in certain things that I'm just like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be looking at your character right now because I have no idea. I know old you're you 18 are. in real I life. I hope so. But how old but are like, you? But like, is the character 18? Because that's still a thing. Like, I don't want to be like watching a show yeah. and be like, Ooh, oh wait, uh, uh, come on, put a, put a disclaimer, guys. Help me out. Help a help a brother out. I should look up her. To see how old that actress actually is. Though. Just so you just know, just so I can feel better. So you know because, you're like they put her in these like leather pants, and I'm just like, that doesn't seem right. If she's under 18, there should be laws against these kind of things, like to save us, just all of in us TV, humanity. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, just don't. Yeah. I don't encourage those kind of things. Uh, but I also. This is how Hollywood gets in trouble. Exactly. Just stick to being good people, people. Uh, but besides Gotham, the last thing I did watch that I had managed to write, wrote, uh, to write down besides all our DC shows was I finished Big Mouth finally. Hey, it's finally. about time. Yeah, I did have two How more episodes. How was the Pornscape for you? I really enjoyed Pornscape. I, was, <laughs> I always loved like... I hope no one tunes in right at that part. I love Pornscape. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good episode. When I heard the name, I'm just like, I, I almost wanted to go look up if that was already a porn site because I'm just like, that's... That seems like, like a good name. Like that seems like an artist should be taken. World. I'm like, why is it a hub? Art? Like, why is, why is porn hub a thing? Like the popular thing. Pornscape should have been the popular one. Forgot to grow up does not uh, does not promote Pornhub. Just so everyone's aware. No, yep. not yet. We're we're much bigger we're fans. Of if they if they if they contact us, we might consider it. Probably not. But we might. Probably we not. Might. If there's enough zeros. Maybe. If there's like seven zeros, I'm, I'm going to say anything. <laughs> if there's like two zeros, I'm down, guys. Oh, you're cheaper than I am for that. <laughs> I got bills to pay, That's bro. True. That's true. So do Man, I. I need I'd a take car. a $5. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'd take a bucket of chicken right now, actually, because I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about when they, when they come to you, right? Exactly. <laughs> Depends on what time of the day. If they get me at the wrong moment, I might I might accept like a bottle of water because I'm just like thirsty. <laughs> I'm thirsty. Damn. Wake up in the morning. You're running late. You don't have time to brush your teeth. Hey, uh, talk about Pornhub, and we'll give you this uh, pack of Scotch mints. All right. And you're like, damn. Let's so, do okay, this. Yeah. Get the phone out. Make a quick video. Put it on YouTube. You know, it's our thing. But that's our thing. That's all the stuff I watched this week. Um, and I think that's a. That's most of the... Uh, is there anything else we wanted to talk about today? Uh, before we go, I just want to toss out a quick uh, quick thank you to uh, Nicole Wingrove, uh, the person who designed our, our incredible artwork, um, our little logo, and uh, our website, our, our graphic our website. and uh, yeah. website designer. Uh, if you guys need any work done, definitely go to her. Toss your business at her. She is unbelievable. She dives right in. She makes it work to perfection. Like... You've seen our cartoons, obviously, because you're watching and listening to this. Looks just like oh, us. Oh, people watch. Check her out. <laughs> Nicole. Just so Nicole, they can see those, yeah. yeah. N-I-K-O-L-E, the word double, and then the letter U on Instagram. Check her out. Send her a message. Get, get your work done by her. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks for the artwork. We, we really love it. It's great. It, it's my favorite picture of me. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to agree too. My hair is never like I don't want to say never. I don't want to say never look better because you're my barber, and my hair does look pretty good most of the time. 
But I gotta say in that picture, my hairline's not receding, and I'm probably fifty pounds lighter. <laughs> I love it. I, I I like how she actually like managed to put the space in between my mustache and my uh, and my beard because yeah. that's a hundred percent accurate. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at your the picture <laughs> oh, behind you now. Now that I'm looking yeah. at it, it's totally totally true. She nailed yeah, it. It's it's a hundred percent accurate. You got. You guys got anything to add? Uh, just to. Uh, for, I don't have anything to add. I just wanted to add. Uh, if you guys haven't already, make sure to check out our countdown of Thor Ragnarok videos. Uh, that's the only promotion I'm gonna do for my YouTube videos right now. Uh, but yeah, check that out on our YouTube channel if you guys haven't already. Uh, you guys got any question about Thor or anything else? Make sure you hit us up. Comment, like, share, yep. subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell you, tell everyone tell else. Tell us what you think of Thor if you see it over the weekend. No spoilers, please, in the comments. We we can't guarantee we'll have seen it. Uh, but if you want to ask us any questions or leave any comments, we always love receiving them. And as as the people who have left them so far have noticed, we will shout them out all the time because. We have a small enough community right now that it, it's easy. It's really <laughs> easy. There are six <laughs> of you. There are six people. If you each asked one question, we would be able to still answer them all. So go ahead. We don't mind. We love it. Okay. Well, that seems like it's it for episode number four, and we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Be good, everyone. Be good, be good people. people. That's what we'll leave it off with. Be good people. Exactly. Be good people.